The New York Islanders closed out the preseason with a satisfying victory over the New York Rangers. We'll have our key takeaways from the game and discuss some young players who played well enough to solidify their positions with the team. We'll have that and Mr. Islander is our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show as the Islanders closed out the preseason. But first, if you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question about something we've discussed, maybe a comment, or if you've got something you'd like us to talk about on a future episode of the show, feel free to send us an email. The email address, as always, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave us your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. Final cuts coming up. Waiver process going to play itself out in the next day or two. And the final rosters will be set for opening day. We'll have that and full coverage throughout the upcoming season right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. And remember, new episodes drop every Monday through Friday. So the Islanders close out the preseason with a satisfying win over the New York Rangers. And look, okay, it was a 3-1 to game, but let's face facts. Anytime you beat the New York Rangers, it's a satisfying win. There's no such thing as a bad win against the New York Rangers. And the good thing that I like about this, this was pretty darn close to the Islanders' opening day roster. And, you know, yeah, there were some players who were still not 100% and weren't in the lineup and what have you, but this is more or less the group we're going to see. And, you know, I liked seeing the fact that, hey, we got another power play goal, Zach Parise, putting the puck in the net with the extra attacker, and that is something that we've seen more and more from the Islanders. Matthew Barzal getting another goal. You got to love that. Uh, Back-to-back games with goals for Barzy. 
And, you know, to me, one of the things about that is you sign the big contract, you know you're on, you know, you're going to get paid a heck of a lot of money for the next eight years now. He could have sort of taken his foot off the gas and said, hey, I'm set for life. No. Barzy came out, played a solid game, got another goal, and that was great to see. Two assists for Josh Bailey, both primary assists, so Bales doing Josh Bailey things, and that's primarily setting people up and creating plays. And then who got the third goal or the other goal that I didn't mention yet? How about Kiefer Bellows? And Bellows played very well. And, you know, as a young player who is fighting for a a position on this roster and more, you know, he's most likely going to be on the team, but is he going to be in the lineup every game? And where is he going to play? Having a, a strong performance, not only with the goal, but a little physicality and a little uh, juice from Kiefer Bellows, a very, very encouraging sign for the Islanders. And one more encouraging sign, Ilya Sorokin, 28 saves in this game, and that was uh, very good. He allows just one goal coming in the third period, plays the entire game, and... You know, it looks like, you know, we talked early on. The Islanders lost their first two preseason games. And we talked about the fact that, you know, neither Sorokin nor Varlamov looked particularly in sync yet. Well, okay. Good news. As the preseason progresses, not only are they playing more than 20, 30, 40 minutes a game, they're going all 60 minutes but they're raising their level of play, getting their timing back, and that is something you really need to see. So overall, that plus the penalty kill. We talked about the power play. How about the penalty kill? Because the penalty kill, they managed to not give up a goal in four power play chances that the Rangers had. And we know that, you know, this was, again, most of the lineup for the Rangers were players who were going to be on their opening night roster, there's a lot of talent on that Rangers team. And the fact that the Islanders killed off all four power play chances that the Rangers had and that, you know, okay, so you're a plus one with a power play goal and you don't give up any shorthanded, uh, you know, any goals on the opposing team's power play. That is a formula for winning hockey. And you know what? For the Islanders, again, this was the kind of game they need to play in a lot of ways. You know, you get contributions from Barzal and Bailey and Parise, and and you get strong goaltending, and you get a little goal, you know, a little goal and some physicality from Kiefer Bellows. Good power play, strong penalty kill. These are the ways that the New York Islanders win hockey games. Now, were there some issues still to be ironed out? Absolutely. Um, Only getting 16 shots on goal in this game, again, not going to really get the job done when you add it up. You know, you get three goals on 16 shots. That's an outstanding shooting percentage. And to do it against... You know, Igor Shosturkin, no less, one of the better goalies in the league. Uh, You know, that's not 
anything to sneeze at, but you need, on average, a lot more than 16 shots on goal to consistently win hockey games. And Lane Lambert addressed that after the game. He said, we certainly are pushing for more shots. Uh, I thought uh, he, in this case Matt Barzal, could have shot the puck a little more tonight. It was nice to see him shoot that puck, and obviously you see his edges. He's tough to contain. So what I'm most happy about on that play was that he shot the puck. It was a pretty goal, and that is what you needed to see. And then Bellows. So great to see this. Uh, and, and, and you know, Bellows not only scored the goal, but he set it up on the forecheck, uh, hitting Vincent Trocheck, and then Aho gets the puck to him. And Bellows puts it in the back of the net. So, good game against the Flyers. And then another good game here against the Rangers. And here's what Bellows had to say after the win over the Rangers. I just wanted to bring that power forward mindset. That power forward game where I'm physical. I'm shooting pucks. And I'm making plays. I want to go out there and be hard to play against in all zones. I want to be a burden to play against. And you know what? You couldn't ask for too much more on a game-in and game-out basis than that for Kiefer Bellows. So, you know, the Islanders, they lose their first two preseason games. They win their last four. And again, it just looks more and more like this team is getting ready to start the upcoming season. And that is just very, very encouraging. We have got a lot more to discuss on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We'll talk about another young player who really had a solid game and I think solidified his roster spot on this team. Plus, Mr. Islander is our Islanders birthday of the day. We've got all that and a lot more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Our next partner has a product I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 because I'm not a great pill taker. And I didn't want to have to take a whole bunch of different pills every day in order to get the vitamins and the nutrition that I needed. But, you know, what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All these things. And it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, while still tasting good. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. That is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So, some more good news uh, as far as I was concerned about the Islanders' performance in this game. 
Robin Sallow. Let, let, let's face it. Robin Sallow is playing solid hockey. And it looks like he has solidified his hold on that sixth defenseman, which means he'll probably see a lot of pairings with Scotty Mayfield. And I don't expect that the Islanders are going to give Robin Sallow 25 minutes, 23 minutes of ice time right away. Assuming everybody stays healthy, you get the feeling that Sallow will give you 18, you know, 15, 18, maybe up to 20 minutes a night. But uh, overall, Sallow looked solid in this game, and that was encouraging. The key to me with Robin Sallow, we know he can move the puck. We know he can pass the puck well. We know he can contribute to the offense. But the other thing is that what he does without the puck, does he get back? Does he play well in his own zone? Does he make the outlet pass, the, create the transition from defense to offense, which, quite honestly, you had struggles with, with Zdeno Chara and Andy Green at times last year. So if they do that, I think we are in a good place for him and that solidifies that sixth defenseman spot. But a lot of it is going to be what he does when he doesn't have the puck rather than when he does have the puck. Now, as for Alexander Romanov, uh, Romanov fined by the NHL $5,000, which is the maximum fine the league can levy, uh, for a charging penalty that Romanov took early in the third period on Vincent Trocek. And look, was it a vicious hit? No. Was it a headshot? No. But Romanov did leave his feet, and it was probably the right call as far as the two-minute minor penalty, and it was, you know, the fine. Hey, the NHL's got to protect their players. I don't mind it. Thankfully, there's no suspension involved, so we move on, and Romanov should be ready to go. Now, a couple of players were not in the lineup, Cal Clutterbuck and Scott Mayfield. We still do not know whether or not they would be available when the season gets underway Thursday, when the games actually start to count. But hopefully, you'll have Clutterbuck and Mayfield uh, ready for that game. But you know what? I'm more confident in the depth here. Ross Johnston can very nicely fill in for Cal Clutterbuck if needed. I'm not worried about Ross, the boss, giving them solid games when he's called upon. And when he's hungry, it's tough to stop Ross Johnston from being physical. And he was physical against the Rangers, so that's solid to see. Uh, and then, you know, on defense, yeah, you know, you got your top four, and then, you know, you, you, it looks like Robin Sallow is going to be the number six guy, but if Mayfield is unavailable, maybe, just maybe, uh, you know, Grant Hutton gets a chance, or maybe it's uh, Sebastian Ajo. Uh, we'll see what Lane Lambert does if, and we don't know the situation of Mayfield's availability yet. We still have a few days before opening night Thursday, but hopefully, Hopefully, uh, we will see what happens 
uh, with Mayfield and with uh, his availability for the season opener. And yeah, it's just great that you talk about the preseason and it was discouraging the way things got started. But as the preseason progressed, this team got better and better. And I think part of it is they got used to playing for Lane Lambert. They're adjusting to what Lambert's tweaks to the system are, and more importantly, what he expects from his team on a game-in, game-out basis, because that is absolutely critical. And then the team is getting into game shape. The team is, uh, you know, just getting ready for the season getting their timing back. And these are all things that we really do need to see. And by the way, over the weekend, there was regular season NHL hockey as the Nashville Predators took on the San Jose Sharks in Prague Friday afternoon and Saturday afternoon, New York time. Uh, The Predators winning both games. Okay, Western Conference doesn't affect the Islanders all, (laughs) excuse me, all that much. But... At the same time, hockey season is back. And, you know, more games start Tuesday, tomorrow. But it is just so great to watch hockey games that count again. And I, for one, even though this offseason was a bit of a disappointment, I am excited for the Islanders to get this 2022-2023 regular season started. We have got more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Arguably the most popular player in Islanders history is our Islanders birthday of the day. A man who probably more than anyone else personifies this franchise (coughs) and the dynasty teams that won four straight Stanley Cups. We have that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And today, believe it or not, is the 70th birthday of former Islanders right wing Bobby Nystrom. Nystrom, uh, a native of Stockholm, Sweden, drafted by the Islanders in the third round of 1972, their first ever year of existence, and he played 11 games for the first year Islanders, spent most of the year with the AHL affiliate, the New Haven Nighthawks, but he had his first NHL goal that year in 11 games, Uh, one goal, one assist, 10 penalty minutes, but by his second year, which was the first year Al Arbor joined the team as coach, Nystrom was a regular, and he topped the 20-goal mark for the first time in his career hit 30 goals in 1977-78, which was a career high, never had more than 59 points in a season, but was there anybody on the ice who played with more hustle and more heart, game in and game out, than Bobby Nystrom? Nystrom played 900 regular season NHL games with the New York Islanders, Scored 235 goals, 513 points, 1,248 penalty minutes. In the playoffs, this guy was clutch. 157 playoff games. That's two complete NHL seasons, practically. 39 goals, 83 points, 236 penalty minutes. 
and we all know his best playoff year, and that was 1979-80, 1980 playoffs, 20 games, Nystrom with 9 goals and 18 points in 20 games, including the most famous goal in Islanders history. Nystrom was not afraid to dig the pucks out of the corners. He back-checked. He forechecked. He was there to stand up for his teammates when necessary, although fighting was not the primary focus of his game, and he could put the puck in the net. He had seven seasons of 20 or more goals, a 30-goal year, a 29-goal year, and he was clutch. When the Islanders won their first Stanley Cup, who got the cup-winning goal? Bobby Nystrom. He has since settled on Long Island, become a big part of the community and of the Islanders organization. Maybe nobody personifies the blue-collar ethic of those early Islanders teams and those dynasty Islander teams than Bobby Nystrom. And we're going to go back and look at a special game in Bobby Nystrom's NHL career, his first career hat trick. January 31st, 1974, at the fabulous Forum in L.A., <clears throat> Islanders and L.A. Kings, Billy Smith, the goalie for the Islanders. Now, remember, Smith played his first couple of NHL games with the Kings, so this was a little bit of a homecoming for him. And Hall of Famer Rogie Vashon in goal for the Kings. So two Hall of Fame goaltenders going head-to-head -head in this game. And you'll hear some familiar names on both teams here. Uh, the Kings got the only goal of the first period. Randy Rhoda, his eighth from Butch Goring and Barry Long. Yes, that Butch Goring. Time of the goal, 5-16. Isles trail 1-0. In the second period, the Islanders tie it on a goal by the captain, Ed Westfall, his ninth. Craig Cameron and Germain Gagnon with the assist at 739. 40 minutes into this game, it's all even at 1-1. One and one. In the third, however, the Kings break the tie. Bob Berry, who went on to coach in the NHL, his 14th from Mike Corrigan and Juha Whitey Whiting, uh, that made it 2-1 to one L.A., 1 minute, 42 seconds into the third. But then our Islanders' birthday of the day, Bob Nystrom takes over the game. Frank St. Marseille of the Kings is off for tripping, and Nystrom tallies on the power play. His 12th from Eddie Westfall and Dennis Potvan at 5:01. we're tied 2-2. Two and two. Then, two minutes and one second later, Bobby Nystrom, his 13th from Dennis Potvan and Ed Westfall, 7.02, the time of that one, Isles up by 1, 3-2, and then 10 minutes later, Bobby Nystrom completes a natural hat trick. His 14th, Westfall and Jean Potvin with the assist, 17.25, the time of the goal. The Islanders score a come-from-behind 4-2 win over the LA Kings. Billy Smith, 35 saves in 37 shots. Islanders outshot 37-16 in this one, but they get the win, and why? First career hat trick for one Bob Nystrom. Three goals on three shots on goal. He had the game winner. He was a plus two, two even strength goals, one goal on the power play, and it was the first of three career hat tricks for number 23 Bob Nystrom, his number rightfully hanging in the rafters at the Nassau Coliseum. Bobby Nystrom, 70 years old today. He 
is our Islanders birthday of the day. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we will have roster moves, final roster announcements, uh, all of that coming up any day now. So check out my Twitter feed. We'll keep you up to date on that. And of course, we'll break it all down for you on the next day's show when all that news does happen to break. This is an exciting time and the regular season is just a couple of days away. I want to thank everyone again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. You can stay up to date on everything in the hockey world with Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. And shameless self-promotion here, I do host the Monday edition and co-host the Friday edition of Locked On NHL the Friday edition I co-host with Rachel Donner. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.